0: Good evening and welcome to the Orion Report. Tonight's reading is called Positive and Negative Thinking and Being. If you'd like to read it for yourself, it's on the website www.urionism.com under the General Discussions. Off and on, left and right, good and evil, light and darkness, heaven and hell. Truth serves only itself, and unto itself alone owes fealty. As we have said, so belief is not a fact, but in saying this, in choosing to believe without blindness, we walk in the light of honesty, committing ourselves to the epic and majestic hope of a supernatural and ascendant humanity, a future world united as the kingdom of God among us. Yet, Nothing shall be accomplished on this narrow road lest we first set aside the binary trap, the ways of eternal contradiction and conflict within ourselves. Truly, religion has benefits for society and the self, yet the mystical and metaphysical faith is a living religion, not a tomb of death. As unity is truly superior to disunity, meaning is superior to meaninglessness, order is superior to chaos, life is superior to unlife, light is superior to darkness, hope is superior to hopelessness. Indeed, eternal life is a truly healthy aspiration that drives back the shadows of despair and darkness of nihilism. Have you ever seen, known a couple? that has been wedded for forty, fifty, sixty or even seventy plus years and when one dies the other soon follows. A beautiful aspiration. They lived and died as partners and I tell you true, I believe it true, that they remain forever as two who are one. A far superior ideal in comparison to the vacuous and vain, grotesque romantic standards of our current era, but can you honestly stand to it, reach out and grab it, raise yourself up on that high bar? Do you think such couples cross that line of triumph without sacrifice, tears, compromise, conflicts, and a whole lot of forgiveness along the way? Should we cast the bar down into the abyss for lack of attaining it? Is it not preferable to be able to walk the streets, enjoy your shopping, take a drive in the countryside without worrying about being waylaid, robbed, killed, or worse? Is it not preferable to live in a society that is clean and orderly? racially colorblind, merit over race, rather than one that is chaotic and lawless? Do you not prefer to live in a nation where children are educated and raised in love and righteousness, morality and enlightenment, wisdom and truth, rather than in a nation where they are indoctrinated into hate, And confusion division and perversity weakness and neuroticism would you want to be a part of a shining and mighty people whose vision is sacred and epic or among a mediocre and bickering people who hate themselves and curse their own victory and success Was it better to live in a nation with purely mundane, temporal concerns, let alone a nation with utterly satanic, vulgar ideals, or within a nation that has a grand vision and goal, beyond that which is merely terrestrial, materialistic, or bestial, even vulgar and low? Yet who is willing? to do what it takes to achieve such goals, do what is necessary to create such nations, let alone such a world. Positive and negative, soft and hard, passive or aggressive. Positive thinking will not get humankind to the higher ground, neither negativity. But only by seeing the facts, the real facts of life, human nature and our world, the harsh realities of the universe we live in and the bodies we inhabit, and coming to grips with it, can we succeed as individuals and countries. For a Orion, the goal of overcoming the trap of reincarnation and attaining ascension as a living soul requires us to be honest with ourselves. To see ourselves as we really are, rather than who we want to be. Most people are incapable of accurately and honestly assessing themselves, either due to a tendency to want to always frame ourselves in the positive, no matter how negative our traits may be, and or because we are addicted to putting ourselves down and thereby are incapable of seeing our positive traits. More than this, we are very challenged in regards to knowing what is truly positive and what is truly negative, as idealistic and altruistic attributes can be the most detrimental to ourselves and others. If our definition of good is rooted in normalizing our own bad behaviors or justifying our flaws, then is it good at all? Still, how can we judge a flaw or a virtue at all? As such, we look to a God-breathed standard. Nature sets a pragmatic standard, the survival of the fittest or most adaptable, the angelic sets an altruistic standard of less selfness selflessness the demonic calls us to utter excess and self-service self-worship as the path to perfection ergo venerating narcissism and psychopathology without the angelic people do not stay married 40 plus years without a bit of self-service life is reduced to the brutality of survival and or the dronedom of victimhood and servitude. In the purely Christ-like path, those who are most bestial will kill us all. But then again, they will ultimately kill themselves off as well. So, we are faced with the need for balance, at least while dwelling in this plane of existence. Humans with conscience are moral animals, and even Jesus liked a good party. Dealing with the problems of humanity is impossible unless we first see ourselves for what we are. First, we are animals. Secondly, we have conscience, and so we are partially angelic. Lastly, we can be extremely selfish, and are capable of abomination and cruelty on a horrifically demonic scale and so also we are the offspring of the fallen the nature of humanity and the physical plane forces us to be willing to fight struggle for survival and to do things that are distasteful just to stay alive and resist the tyranny of other human beings not to mention of other life forms in the universe. I tell you, as a belief based on observation and experience, that there are life forms in this universe that make the worst humans seem quite sweet by comparison. The path to ascension requires first and foremost that we face ourselves as we really are and only then From that starting point, can we strive to climb the metaphoric mountain unto the Lord, the light, both as individuals and as nations? In this frame, many features of the kingdom vision might seem odd, but they exist as part of the teachings for pragmatic, realistic purpose rather than a purely idealistic standard. Two and four generations in, the true power and wonder of the kingdom vision begins to fully appear, and the miraculous becomes attainable for humanity. The lesser and greater rights of awakening being key to such a society in order to transform the very core nature of the human animal into something transcendent. The drastic nature of such rights are mandated by the calcification of human nature itself, as it now stands in contrast to what we can, with necessary efforts, become. In assessing anything, especially in the realms of politics and society, Be pragmatic, honest, and realistic. No human leader is going to be perfect. All are flawed, especially holy men and women, and all will fall short of your expectations. But do they get the job done? Do they move us toward the goal? Do they move that ball down the field, or move us further away from the divine and ascendant? Do they move us toward the kingdom ideal or away from it? Bold and decisive leaders are far superior to weak and wishy-washy leaders. It's simply a fact. A mighty people with a grand vision of themselves and transcendent goals for their future, holding themselves to a godly and martial standard in fellowship, and balance are simply going to succeed in the face of all rivals. This will prove true always. Lastly, I extol you, O Urians, few though you may be, to view yourselves as a spiritual family, a sacred people, called to stand apart and walk the ascendant path of immortals. Do not be sheep, neither goats lions or lambs but bulls and rams embrace the most high as your parent mother wisdom father word the angels as your elder siblings the saints and martyrs as your kinsmen your race is urian from heaven your nation is eternal you cannot die but only rise god is our everlasting emperor our divine leader. Blood is thicker than water, but spirit endures long after blood and water are ashes and dust. That's tonight's reading. If you'd like to see more of these wonderful readings, please visit www.urionism.com. Thank you and God bless you.